Um, we're <laughs> welcome back, guys, to the we're here for like a Wheel of Time recap. So this will be our last coverage of the Wheel of Time season two. And we do have Aaron here from the Isn't It Neat pod, and we have Scott. It's true. Yay. But hi, Aaron. Hi, Scott. I never get to talk to you. I know. It's crazy. I'm not allowed to listen to your episodes either, so I feel like I've never heard I've never communicated with you in any way yeah. <laughs> or form. Um, I'm amazing on the episodes, just saying you're missing out. Yeah, you Lindsay are. says that a lot. Yeah, you should be reading the book, Scott, so that you can listen to our awesome commentary because it is Why? Good. Amazon did it for me. Yeah, so oh, you have to stuff. But today we will not be discussing spoilers due to Scott's presence. So um I would probably go ahead and say for listeners, there may be like moderate spoilers. Like if I was giving this like a Nablus style rating, I would give it like an orange, like because Scott does know some stuff. And like, I think we're going to try our best, but I would say blanket warning up front. Like if you're really like, I don't want to know shit about the books. I mean, I don't know how great I am at that on my best day. So I'll just throw that out there. Yeah, you might let a couple things slip. It's kind of always a little bit of an orange. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just throw that out there. But I mostly wanted to get us all together because we haven't been able to be together. And also because Scott hasn't had a chance to comment on episode eight because he was in Disney. It was so, at Disney. Oh my gosh, yeah. was Disney amazing. Yeah, it was uh it was fun. I wanted to cut my feet off, but it was fun. Uh, I did was, say last week that I would have ra- I was rather would rather have been at Disney than recording with Lindsay. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was a That's all right. She would have said the same thing, I'm sure. I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I reciprocated that emotion. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to be there. I'd rather be at Disney. Ugh, did you I'll fun, make though? it one day. I'll make blast, it in the yeah. US. And go to Disneyland or Disney World or both. Yeah. I thought he was dead um, when he got back because he was in a travel coma. Yeah. If I wasn't working, dude, I was in a. I just like, dude, I clocked out of work and just went to sleep. Like I didn't even go to work on Tuesday. I just like, we didn't, I didn't get into bed until like one o'clock in the morning and I had to be up five hours later for work. I'm like, dude, I've been driving all day. My feet are killing me. I can barely like walk. There's no shot. I'm going to work. Yeah. We tried to get in touch with him a bunch and we're not hearing back from him. And I was like, Scott, I'm going to call you. And then if you don't pick up this phone call, I'm calling your mother. Like your eye, <laughs> and he picked up. And honestly, the way you sounded when you picked up, you could have as easily been like in the hospital or in a ditch as taking a nap. Like you sounded fucked up. So I wasn't sorry that I woke you up. I was like felt really validated in checking on you <laughs> in that moment. Yeah, I saved that vo- that when you told Matt the voice audio, I saved that because that shit was just so funny. <laughs> Me and Matt were worried about you, but um. But what did you think about episode eight? What are your what are your comments? Like, what are the things that you wish you had had a chance to talk to us about? When oh my god, I so here's what happened. So my cousin was with me, right? Like Friday, he flew in. I picked him up from the airport, and we left for Disneyland on Saturday. But I had Friday night to you know do whatever, and I was like, you started texting me like, oh my god, this is like this is so crazy, Scott. Like, what are you doing right now? And I'm like entertaining family from out of town <laughs> can't i can't watch this and then like halfway through some youtube video i was like fuck this dude like, this is so stupid i'm gonna go watch wheel of time carson you're sitting right next to me and i'm gonna explain all this shit to you on god this was an hour and nine minute video or hour and nine minute episode it took me almost two hours and 15 minutes to get through it because i i kept pausing it to explain shit to him he'd never seen any of it that's no kind of he's never nightmare. seen any of it but he he was into it like he really liked it um that's a but I'm like, first of all, but. I know it's like you're coming in at the end of the second season. Like, this is not a good look. But no, I um, holy shit, this episode was awesome. Uh, this was everything I wanted. I have a lot of questions. Um, as far as uh, I'll get into it, I guess. But like, I don't understand why everybody talks about how terrifying Landfear was, and then Landfear gets bodied by Mogidian in the room. I was like, I don't, I don't understand that. Like, okay, um, I don't really understand what happened to Ashamael, but that's yeah, neither here nor there. Me. Yeah, I had a feeling. I had a feeling that I was of all the places I could go right now, it was probably going to be here that I would get my answers. Yeah, I think I think we can help with that. Um, Aaron, you want to take a stab at 
question one? Oh, with Shamiel. Well, I think I'm not really sure either, but what the show implies is that he's, like, died the final death. Yeah, because he tells Rand slash Luz that he sees nothing and it's beautiful. And that's, like, all he wanted. So I was like, I don't get it. And he turned to dust as well. Um, yeah. And we saw Lanfear earlier get killed or killed by Moraine and just, like, came back to life straight away. Mm-hmm. So obviously this one, this death was different. Yeah. Like, and the the way that Mogideon talks about it, it implies that, like, Ishamael isn't going to be able to be in a position where he could have just freed the rest of them. He did it all at once because he knew Lanfear was going to, like, yeah. betray him and that's fine and i get that because she she said that right from the jump mm. um but the way that the show sets it up is like he's gone forever like he's done and i was yeah. like that's kind of lame i feel like we came to a good understanding about this when we talked about it aaron with like the ishamayel like mm. He's just, I don't know if it means that he's died the final death or if he thinks he's going to be spun out again and try again. Like, I took it yeah. as, like, he's, like, fuck it, that fail, try again next time. Yeah, yeah, like, he definitely had that mindset. But then also we know that he wants to die the final death. So if yeah. he's like, fuck it, I'll get spun out and try again, but then he dies the final death, he's like, bonus. Like, that's his, but- like, ultimate goal. So either way, he's happy. I don't know how it could be the like i don't know i guess let's i guess at certainly in the books at the end of book two rand battles with a shamael and kills him yes and thinks he's dead yes it's it's the same that's outcome. true that it's is true, true. yep whether he comes back or not that's um up to you to find out if you want to read the books or wait forever <laughs> And see what what Rafe does. I will be waiting forever. Or wait for an eternity to find out if it what happens in the show. I get yeah. So that's what I think was going on there. But as far as like Lanfear getting her ass beat, yeah, Lanfear is terrified of Megedian. You can see that. Yeah, she definitely was like horrified to see her. And because she was so scared, I think she kind of almost froze up in that situation. So she wasn't as badass and cool because she was like legit terrified. Yeah. She was surprised. And there's also like, there's many paths to walk through the dark. Right. So like the idea that like our, most of our main characters have that land is the strongest, like for sure. She's among the strongest. Like she's definitely like, she has proven herself to be terrifying this season. Right. But just because our main characters feel like they have some kind of understanding about what was going on in the age of legends doesn't mean that they actually do like there's a difference between the mythical character Lanfear and like them all actually being here like being awake and interacting with each other and like the the realities of that right Lanfear's also being kind of on Rand's side she's kind of um gray she's not really yeah. evil evil whereas Megedian has been presented as like really a bit fucked up and full-on dark one evil, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is a different threat. I love her so fucking passionately. I want her little song, her little, like, four-word song. I want that as a tattoo, Softly, Softly from the Shadows. I want that so bad. And she's just, like, playing with a spider web made of the one power. I was like, this is the sickest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And I just watched a badass episode, and that last part was like the cool. That was my favorite part of this whole season. That genuinely, that final scene was my favorite part of this whole season. It might have been mine too, honestly. Yeah. I would have to contemplate that, especially because she's like, "Where is everyone?" And Mogidian just shrugs, and she's like, "They're out there." And I'm like, "What the <laughs> fuck, dude?" I really liked all the stuff that the Forsaken did together. Like the definitely the best part of this season were the Forsaken for me. Yeah. Whichever scene or way that that manifests. Yeah, they were absolutely um, scene stealers. I yeah, know, I really liked Egwene's arc in the second part of the season. I did too. I did too. To be fair, yeah, what do you think of of all that, Scott, of Egwene's ending? So, I was like cheering i okay dude it sucks man because like a part of me was like let rena down 
Like, come on, dude. Like, come on, Egwene. Mm-hmm. Like, Me too. and then she doesn't. And I was like, she's a stone cold bitch. Like, this is this is fire. And what I'm most interested to see now is th- them all acknowledge what she just did. Like, Rand is like, yo, I came here to, like, fight somebody. And, like, Matt's like, did you guys see what I did? And Perrin's like, hi, guys, I'm actually here, too. But Egwene <laughs> is like, did you guys know that I literally just caused the death of every single person at the top of this tower right now? And I choked that chick and watched happily. I just, I feel like they're going to look at her completely different now. They're going to be like, dude, what the fuck? Like, don't be in a room alone with Egwene anymore. Mm-hmm. I wonder actually if that'll be the response. Like or but will anyone even know? Like Rand, I don't think is gonna be the first one to like tell uh, everybody yeah. what happened. And he's the only one he didn't even see it. Nobody actually saw it. Well, no, I know. Down. I guess that's true, because like Rena's body does fall on the ground. Yeah, because the collar gets it disappears. Yeah, I yeah, forgot about like, that. I don't know why I no. thought she was just like hanging there when they all came up and they're like, hey, what's that? Even like, if she was, like, nobody – there's a lot going on, right? Yeah. So, like – She's probably not talking about it. Yeah. yeah. I I would hazard a guess that there will be some PTSD in Egwene's future. So, yeah. I would agree with that. Trauma to deal with. Yeah. And you can see that at the end when they're all at the end and all the others are all like, oh, wow, look what's going on. And Egwene's just like, fuck everything. Yeah. yeah. She's just, like, stone cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even I when will. Rand tries to take her, like get her to leave initially, oh, she yeah. shakes her head and then she she's nods. Like, no. She doesn't really know where she is or what's going on. Like, yeah, she's in shock. Like, yeah, she's going to have to deal with that next season, which I will say is like good because it, like, the what Egwene goes through with the Sean Chen is a big deal for her character, right? Like, we could, that's a given. But also, ugh, because I just so hate the, like, the Katniss. PTSD storyline. I'm just like, uh-huh. Like, I just, I know that that's, like, callous and mean and, you know, those stories matter and everything, but I just, like, I'd like to get through that part. I'd like for it not to be all of season three for Egwene. Yeah, if they do that, I hope that's the early arc of, like, you know how Amazon does the three episodes? I hope that's the early arc for Egwene. It's like her coming to terms with it and being like, you guys don't even know the crazy shit I did. Let's deal with that for the rest of the season. Yeah, I think they'll do it delicately and quite quickly, but I think you'll also see her carry it with her because it's changed her as a character mm-hmm. and as a person. Like I don't think it's going to be like, okay, resolve this and then move on. Same with Matt. I think Matt's yeah. going to carry the darkness with him as he moves through the rest of the seasons, and I think that's really interesting. And I think it's quite um, I, like I trust Rafe and the show and the – um, writers and everyone to like do that in a delicate way mm-hmm. yeah especially as it stays relevant uh mm-hmm. particularly for Egwene dealing with the Shanshan right is like mm-hmm. they're they haven't been you know f- they won this day but like Shanshan are still a thing so um it'll it'll be relevant it makes sense that she carries it with her and I I'm glad that matt is like i think it's cool that i hope he holds on to the dagger i hope that is part of his permanent kit i think it's interesting that you guys think that matt's going to carry this like dark with him because him i did not get that impression at all i actually got the complete opposite him being able to blow the horn and them all talking and holy shit dude i was up on my feet when uno was standing right there dude i was like oh my god this is the greatest moment of my life i love that you love uno Dude, I love Everyone him so much. Him. He's like, yeah, I'm a fucking I mean, of hero of the horn. And I'm like, yeah, dude, you are. I watched all the little behind the scenes short things last night. They're all about four minutes for each episode. And um, Rafe talks about that Uno is like a fan favorite character. Oh, yeah, and in is. a very short amount of time, they have to like produce that for show viewers mm-hmm. only. And obviously, mm-hmm. well, they succeeded with you. Yeah, they did. But, like, I think seeing him get to blow the horn and then him realizing, like, he is a mat, he, like, he matters. He isn't just, like, another person there to help the group. I think he's going to be like, wow, I, I kind of, like, fucked off earlier and I shouldn't have done that. I should have, like, believed in myself, like, my friends believed in me. And he's going to have this, like, inner strength now rather than, Mm -hmm. like, oh, in my other lives I killed. Cause again, he may not even think that was real. 
he may not now that he's like seen the physical manifestation of the horn like and maybe rand will explain like hey guys did you know i can travel through dreams and make shit happen and stuff i did it with land fear she's the bad guy don't follow up on that yeah. um <laughs> but <laughs> i feel like if matt learns about that he could be like oh none of that was real that was just this dude fucking with me and focus more on like i actually was useful i was actually a badass I mm-hmm. did things, you know, like I matter to the group. I'm not just like the one that stayed behind or whatever. I don't think, I think the darkness fits his character anymore. I think we're kind of done with that for him now. You do I don't know. see, you do see, so he blows the horn and he's like, holy shit, I'm a hero. And you see the confidence in his face and his yeah. hair and he's yeah. like, I can do this. And then the next thing he does is oh, go and throw a fucking Rand. spear around. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I... <laughs> First of all, yes. And I think he'll continue to do stuff like that. Like I think Matt will continue to fuck up in in levels of like like high confidence fuck ups. And I think that like that's what his mom always said about him. And I think like, well, yeah, I don't think that those visions were real. I don't think that was him properly seeing anything. I think that was Ishmael's well, you know, fears. horror mushroom juice. Mm. But like, <laughs> but it doesn't mean that that trauma isn't real like that experience may not have been real so in so many words but like he his mom did say that to him like he did grow up like that like he has that trauma no matter what like whether it comes from the dark one or not like matt has like like, have that insecurity in the background so whenever he fucks anything up he'd be like oh maybe i am that person maybe this time i'm not still worried about the girls right? He's still worried mm-hmm. about his sisters. Like, that's going to come back. Just like Perrin's stuff with my wife is going to come back. Like, his whole, like, Perrin, like, all of that. I think it'll stay with them and, and, and Egwene, too, and her trauma. And, like, I think it'll all be part of their characters. Just like uh, we saw with Nynaeve this season with, like, her parents. Mm-hmm. Like, I think all of that stuff will stick with them, but I don't think that Matt will be like Scott I get what you're saying like I don't think that Matt is going to be like struggling with like am I a dark friend but I think that he's going to carry his his trauma with him and his like insecurities his insecurities what how little he thinks of himself and I think he'll continue to fuck up and I think that it'll put him on an arc to like have to trust his intuition and his memories he has now and all of his he's i think it's going to make for a really interesting story for him and and i'm just glad we're doing stuff with him finally like if something happens like it finally involves matt which uh, i i i don't know if you listened at all aaron to when any of the episodes that i was on just like the episode recaps whatever but okay um, I last one I listened to, Lindsay's all like, oh, my God, I'm texting Aaron right now. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah I got that text. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, like, throughout this season, I was kind of like, I was so lukewarm on Moraine. And then when the season ended, I was like, okay, dude, Moraine, like, redeemed the shit out of herself. Like, yeah, sure. that was awesome. Mm-hmm. I will tell you guys right now that I think the biggest LVP of this season, least valuable player um, a hundred percent was Nynaeve. I don't think Nynaeve oh. did anything this season. She couldn't help Elaine get the arrow out of her leg. Mm. She continually tried to put them in danger by not listening to smarter people than her by roaming the city just outright. Um, she didn't even realize that a wasn't with them until after they'd been captured. And she continually just tried to have conversations with Leandrin. Like, I understand yeah. that part's like not really a, it's almost uncontrollable for her, but like her reluctance and refusal to accept that that's where they are like, or only stay in the tower because of a is so dumb yeah. to me. Like, I think that's part of what it is, is that she hasn't found herself yet. She hasn't found her reason. And there was a whole episode that was kind of what, it, what are you doing? Yeah. When reason? they're in the ways. Yeah. Um, and it, no, before then, yeah, like episode two was when all she's, about like, why, and her accepted tests when they're talking about um, all of that, like going into the arches, and she's because um, she's incredibly overpowered. She keeps being told that she is the most powerful channeler. Yeah, and even Egwene is like jealous of her because Egwene's really powerful, but because Nynaeve's there, Egwene's not the most powerful. Um, and Nynaeve's only there to like protect Egwene. 
And then so her accepted test kind of gets fucked up because she's not there for the right reasons. And she goes through this like kind of trauma and then she's still she's still being told that she's the most powerful. And then the whole second half of the season, she's not able to actually function. She's not able to actually do anything with that power. So I think next season is going to be her like Matt arc of like, why am I here? I've been useless. Um, I can't even protect the people that I came here to protect. I'm in this situation to try and protect them and and I can't even do it. Even Matt has a cooler superpower than her now. How the the tables turn. Yeah. You can't (laughs) access her superpower, which is. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Like this block thing is just going on too long for me. Like I get it. It's her thing, but it's just like, I come on, dude. Like your friends are in trouble. Like Egwene is gone. Elaine has a fucking arrow in her leg. Like you gotta do something. Don't just explode and bring all the Shanchen back to life like you did with Lan. But like <laughs> she can't do it. I, th- I think that that's what's interesting though yeah. is that even when she's in that situation she of like can't it, do it. she still, still can't, can't it do it. It's not gonna just be like a oh if things get serious enough Nynaeve will explode and save the day. Like no, no, no I don't want her. That's what I'm saying. I don't want her to explode. I wanted it to be like when Elaine was trying to explain it to her. And then immediately Nynaeve shuts her down and she's like, I can't do it like that. And it's like, okay, but you can't do it at all. So maybe listen to her. Yeah. but I said it to Lindsay. I was like, for being a wisdom, you're stupid. Like, (laughs) I think that kind of also shows that Nynaeve is her own problem. Like it's not an external thing. It's me. Hi. Yeah. It's (laughs) herself. She's kind of blocking herself and doing it to herself. So uh, maybe it'll be episode eight. Season three that she has a Matt moment. <laughs> yeah, maybe oh, it see, will that's, be. That's oh, dude, that's gonna that's gonna piss me off if I have to wait another eight episodes for Nynaeve to get the second N back in her name and not be naive the whole time. Like, no. oh, oh, you sweet summer child. No, I know, I know, but you, I, I mean, I thought I was being. I thought I was being impatient to all fuck about well, no, <laughs> some I, yeah. last week's Cosworths. I am, man. Like, I just like, and I I have to keep reminding myself that this is 15 books long and I can't just like get this payoff. Like by the end of, you know, the sixth chapter, Harry learns the summoning spell or whatever, like, cause he's got to do it for the first task. Like, it's not yeah. going to be like that. Yeah. Exactly. And I have to keep reminding myself of that. It will speed up though. This is the thing. And I, this was my like biggest overall season feedback was like, why are we still in book two? Which I would argue we have covered all but the climax of book three, mm-hmm. like at this point, fundamentally. Like, even if so not. We'll just every, jump to four in season three. Well, the end of book three is important. Book three, yeah. Yeah, there's a big climax in book three. So it's like we've got like the end of book three in terms of events and that's about it for the first three books for two seasons. So it's like overall we're going to be speeding up the pace into at least of the um, like of the big major climactic events. We're going to have to start either like cutting big ones, combining them or seeing Mm. more than one happen at the same time. So it will start to speed up. Like I wouldn't be surprised if some of the stuff that does happen much later in the books happens in this Mm. like sooner in the seasons, like, end of season three, season four for Nynaeve's block instead of where, you know, may or may not fall in the book series. Like the um, mm. structure, like orange spoilers for the book structure. <laughs> the yeah, I guess structure orange. of the first yeah. five books is that it ends with like a boss battle. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then that kind of falls apart, right? When it, yeah. when you get into the slog. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, the TV show, it's like, we don't need that many boss battles no <laughs> especially not in the first like i don't know i don't know but it will start to speed up it will start to speed up suffice to say without getting yeah. into like wicked spoilers it will it will need to speed up but we know that after you get through those first big like five boss battles there's a lot of larger events that are not boss battles that are like mechanic turning like mm. oh yeah and then one, book, one book like it opens with the climax and then goes oh, from there. Is like, it? they all get a bit yeah they get a bit like the structure kind of I think it was when um is it tour that was published them were like oh my god these are making money 
Robert Jordan, do what you want. And he's like, okay. And then started meandering along, exploring his world. And so the structure kind of fell apart a little bit. Yeah. It'll be the the next Game of Thrones book is going to be like that. It'll open Mm. up with probably the Battles of Ice and Fire. Mm. We'll start the Winter Winter. But of course, of course. Of course, that won't be published, so no one get too excited. We'll never get it. That book only exists in my imagination, so don't worry. It's not real, guys. It can't hurt you. The winds of winter can't get you. It doesn't exist. You know what oh. I was just thinking about? I just realized, like, I made, yeah, I made the joke that Nynaeve was, like, the most useless, but genuinely, like, as far as people who were introduced and set up to be a big deal and then nothing came about with them, 100% was Turok. <laughs> But like, I'm just like, bro. We loved. I think most book readers are like, holy shit, Turok. That That was perfect. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. it. Not at all what happens in the books. Not even fucking close. And it was. But they trolled us with all the promo stuff. They trolled us of this event that happens with Turok, and then it just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. Like Indiana Jones is him. Yeah, he's straight up like whistling birds in from Mandalorian. He's just like, I've got a gauntlet full of mini rockets. I'm going to beat the shit out of everyone Dude, here. He's Yondu with the arrow. Like, yeah, he, he is. is. Yeah. So, like, um, yeah. <laughs> also, it actually is a total Indiana Jones gunfight in the bazaar scene. Like, it yeah, genuinely yeah. is. Like, he pulls the sword out. He's like ready to fuck Rand up. And Rand's like, I have a sword, but I don't need it. Yeah, but and that's then, not how we're going to right do yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also like the guy that Sapoku'd himself, and he was, Brand's just like, okay, do whatever, bro. I have to get to the top of this tower. You have a great day. Bye. And just kept walking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's like, that's so cold-blooded. Holy shit. That was, that was quite a complex thing, because like, it's, it was, I think it's hilarious, the whole Indiana Jones thing, just like shoot him down. But it does, it did show that Rand's got a little bit more control over the power to be able mm-hmm. to slice only yeah. her, and that he only targeted the people with weapons, the people who were going to attack him. So that that actually posed a threat servant. to him. Yeah. yeah. The servant, he left him out to be like, I'm going to spare you. You're no threat to me, um, which shows his like kind of compassion and his mindset. But then it also showed that in that Sean Chen society, the servants like commit ritual suicide. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. So seeing I that, I was like, I now I don't feel bad for Rena because like they're in doctor and Lindsay and I, I struggled with this for such a long time throughout this season because Rena was so nice, but then she oh. also so wasn't. And then I was like, I'm so conflicted with how I'm supposed to feel yeah. about you. Yes. And then Seda just gets paradox. bodied by an arrow. Yeah. Like she was such a non-factor. Like they didn't even need her. I can't believe that that's how that went down. And I loved it. I mean, I think this show is mm. like. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and it's brutal. Like this, there is a lot of brutal shit happening. Like it's dark. Like the even like with Rena and liking her and not liking her is that you can make an argument that she doesn't know any better. She's like right her privilege, but then it's like you have to get yourself out of that. Like it, that's not yeah. an excuse to not know any better. But then watching a queen just like not blink and watch her die, I was like, well. You don't matter anymore, so who gives a shit? It's brutal, man. It's like it's 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 an interesting juxtaposition of like the bright color palette with like really what's happening is very dark. And honestly, that in itself is like the best adaptation of Robert Jordan I could imagine. Mm. Of like it it you kind of have to think about it to see like how twisted and dark like the show actually really is cuz it it's bright and it, there's like some light points and it's like, it, it doesn't feel as like as heavy as like a game of Thrones, but what's happening is really quite dark. And Jordan's writing is like that, right? Like you can miss really fucked up things. Yeah. I like stop myself from imagining certain things. I just can't comprehend. So I'm like, eh, it's fine. Gloss over it. Well, the way they write it, it's like you could glaze right over it, you know? Egwene yeah. like, was realizing. 100% justified in killing Rena how she did. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, Rena like, was a cool, like, I liked Rena. So, yeah, like, I had that, like, the whole time I was like, oh, is she going to actually go through with it? She should, but I like Rena. Don't, like, ooh, ooh, ooh. You have yeah. to, like, pulling, which I think makes for really yeah. interesting television. They're killing a lot of characters that I thought they would keep around for the sake of 
having familiar faces in storylines later. Like it would have made sense would have made sense to keep a Rena or a Seta alive for Sean Shen scenes later on and have like a POV character that we recognize. It would have made sense to keep Barthanis alive. To, uh, like, said, I think Barthanis is dead, but not like dead in this moment. I think he's dead because he's going to the gallows dead. So okay, so that's like, I'm glad because we were her and I were dead. against that. And I was like, just <laughs> like I thought he was getting arrested. Yes. To be, like, I didn't think they were going into the cell and just fucking killing him. And I shit. thought they went in there and murdered him, so maybe he's no. not dead. No, <laughs> no, I thought they went in there and killed him. Yeah, <laughs> no, they were waiting guard. I thought like he was going to be presented to the queen and like sentenced to death. Yeah, but, basically I- like a mock trial, and then just go outside. We're going to hang you or whatever. But well, hopefully he's not dead because I would like for him to stick around. Um, it's just another familiar face or maybe that's how the third season opens is like the ramifications of all of these dark friends being found out I hope every season opens with like a new dark friend social I mean a lot Yay. of the a lot of the books do right because of, there's a prologue party. Mm. what forsaken tea party yes mm. oh, oh I want to see that <laughs> I want to see that so badly oh, the prologues God. the prologues get longer and longer as you go into the books like the last yeah. one I read um, was 100 pages, but you yeah. have you basically kind of go through all these different point of views. You kind of yeah, like have swap little, around. And then generally, sometimes they are the main characters, but often they're also mixed in with like rando characters' point of views from like yeah. all different um, nations and stuff, just giving you like a little bit of perspective on the whole continent, what's going on politically. They're very political. Or and it'll be the dark friend social, or the yeah. the fourteen tea party is a is a prologue, isn't it? Let's see who else do we want to touch on, Scott? Um, what do you think about? I guess like Rand and his story. Do you so, like Rand? That's a big question. Do you like Rand? I I like Rand, and I. First of all, I don't get why they let Logan. They left Logan there. Like of all the people that they should have had in the friend group, like they definitely should have brought Logan because Perrin's not going to be able to help him with this. Moraine's not going to be helping with this. Like Logan needed to be there, and I said it to Lindsay last time, but I genuinely feel like there was no character more fucked over in this season than Logan. Mm. Every single person that came to talk to him was like, "I'll give you this," and then they're like, "Psych," and then leaves. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, "Yeah." And he's just over here like, I please someone please kill me. Like oh. And he's like it, more and more like a total dick as well. Like I really yeah. when Lan's like, what do you see when you look at Moraine? And he's like, Oh well I see. Like and he just starts yeah. insulting Moraine. A pompous bitch or whatever. Like. <laughs> he's like, I'd like I'd invite you to play stones, but it's a gentleman's game. Like, yeah, that was a good line. <laughs> He's so snarky, but it's kind of like 100% justified. He's like, I'm going to be a total bitch and then maybe you'll like stick your sword in me. Right. <laughs> it's it's nice that they do clarify that you can still see the weaves when you're gentle. They're still though. Yeah, that was really cool. I, I wish we could have seen that though because the way it was visualized was kind of just like a knot in her chest. And I thought it would be like kind of like a spider web, like the way that Mogidian's kind of fooling around with shit. And then it would just be like she's imprisoned in it or something like that. But instead it was just like a little ball on her heart. And I was like, oh, that's nice. She's got tinsel. Like the weave when they do uh, shield Loghain in season one Uh and you see it like. Yeah, he's kind of like stuck in there. But I think um, maybe they can't see the shield. They can only see the knot. Mm. Oh, I guess that's true. And she wasn't, she she wasn't like condemned condensed into that position like his swan held Rand down and then like leanne liani was holding Rand down like he couldn't mm, move at all i think oh, he, he can he, he can he was so sad that he couldn't oh yeah right. such okay. ads and that um <laughs> that's something that adelaus and Varen were saying earlier in the season like when um a woman's cut off from the power she feels like her body's not her own like they've made quite a big deal through Moraine of like what it means for a channeler to not be able to access the power. And I think um, Yoshi did a great job of just like becoming small and he's just like, like he's just like lost his like life essence. I think 
he's going to be great in season three. I think season three is going to be Rand's season to like step up and start doing stuff. Now that he's decided to be the dragon, like be a leader, get out there, like do, do some shit. I think we'll get to see him do some more stuff. Um, Yeah. This season was very much everyone else. Like not about all the people around Rand and like their importance. Yeah, I think he's going to take center stage and see. And of course, we, he can't take center stage in season one because they have this whole "Who's the Dragon?" question that drags yeah. out yeah. for a fucking eternity. Um, <laughs> but, I did love uh, the reveal though when they finally. I did. Too. It, I was, it was like, it was good. It was good. But now, like, so they have like a season where they have to pretend like he's not a big deal. Then they have a season where they're developing everyone else so that. Like because he's going to take center stage in season three and like be mm. the dragon. So yeah, well now and everyone knows. So he's got this like he's got the world behind him kind of. And that was the other thing I was really conflicted about with Deshaun Chen was like technically, you know what it is? They're a tuna casserole with peas. Everything about them is great except for the peas. They want to help fight. Oh. Like they want to oh. help you know end the world or whatever. I don't like peas at all. Um, <laughs> I, put peas in I put peas in things when I'm like, I just need another vegetable. Let's put peas in. No, yeah, no. I'm making this art. I'm sticking with this analogy because it's funny yeah. to me. Um, it's like okay, like the tuna castle is great. Like you know, like uh, they want to help and they're gonna fight the last battle. But oh man, the peas are slavery. Like uh fuck. <laughs> like yeah. they're complex to me, and I think that's a lot better to me than just having like. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but just the empire are bad guys. Like it's just better because it makes you actually think like, what are the ramifications of siding with them for like our main characters? Like Rand could be like, I don't want your help, but like, I want your help. Like, I need your help. Like I can't do this on my own kind of thing, but like you guys suck shit. So you can't have me in my water. Literally the fabric of reality is going to not exist. Like everything doesn't exist anymore. Is it everything or do we partner with the slavers for now? Or does everything not exist? Like, where do you, like, that is what I like about the Sean Shen's overarching what, what they do. Th- this, it's an I'd interesting. Like what you think about the white cloaks as well. I was like, yeah. oh, I still hate them. I still hate them. Like the yeah. fact that they answered the call and like defended the city. That's great. But also like he killed Hopper. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, what did you what think about that? Two, okay, two things I want to know. Two things I want to know. How did you feel about Hopper's death? And um, were you surprised that Bella wasn't a hero of the horn and did not reappear? Oh, yeah. At, at such time as the horn was blown. What Bella out. the fuck was that? They did, Yeah, those are my two questions for you both. Inexcusable. I don't remember who. Bella's the horse, right? <laughs> it's yeah. inexcusable. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's like I actually haven't even finished the episode. As soon as I saw that, I was like, "Fuck this!" and turned it I off. I quit the <laughs> show. I quit the show. I quit the podcast. Like, no, Bella is all right. So I answer my own question. Bella's, Bella's dead not the because- hero. Bella's the creator. Yeah. Okay. That's let's go with that. Bella's the creator, not just a hero of the horn. But like, oh that Bella didn't come bursting out of that horn was honestly criminal. Like yeah. that was like there should have been at least a horse like there just should have been a horse and like we all could have just made of that what we will you know what i mean like just, the, like, I just, the just a whole fan Bella service story. yeah the whole bella story in the books is all fan stuff like yeah, bella, but they, inclu- they in the- I included it's like oh bella's back bella's back this old old mate bella and then we're like she must be the creator she's the best thing ever but why does she have to be dead in the show why couldn't she just she's like be- dead she's just not there she, she's but just she's roaming the wild around. Unaccounted for. Her. She's yeah. not. She's she, been taken right. in by some villager. It's so devastating. But Scott, tell oh, me what she thought about Hopper. Since Bella so, is obviously the creator. Yeah. I couldn't believe she didn't come out of the horn. First of all, d- dude, okay. You want to know what would have straight up broken my heart? On God, what would have broken my heart is when he blew that horn. If Tom Marilyn was standing there, I would have been like, nope, done. Sorry, I can't do it. I can't. Oh I, I'm not doing this. He, I, I refused nobody, no death. Okay. Tom Maryland, nobody, no death. All right. Justice for Tom. He wasn't even mentioned in this, this season. He was, not um, policy, I guess nobody. Yeah. Death. I did like the pirate dude that kind of replaced him though. He was pretty he was cool. Yeah. yeah. He was pretty cool. Um, there were more than one like badass, like aged, knowledgeable guy. Yeah. yeah like, guy. So yeah. Hopper for me was like, it was, 
it sucked like that was sad or whatever but i was also like we only got like four episodes to get to know hopper and he really didn't do a whole lot for perrin uh, it was just kind of like hey i know your name we had a little discussion about whether his death was earned and i was like yeah you have a doggo in there and everyone's attached to the doggo like of course yeah like i'm sad but yeah they didn't do a whole lot also i just remembered everything about the thing i was trying to explain to you about the forsaken tea party I just remember I ex- I described it incorrectly. I apologize. Yeah, They're I on mean, a disc surrounded definitely. by clear water. And there's bodies just under the water trying yeah. to get up. I, I know that. whose disc it is and I can't say the name because I'm almost positive it's I do remember that there there's water. But that part <laughs> I like I want to see that. Like I want to see creepy shit like that. Like that's why I like Machin Shin. Like that's why I love Machin Shin, especially because Machin Shin comes back, and Lanfear just doesn't care. Well, Lanfear, Lanfear teleports them out of the ways. No, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like she's not worried about it at all, and I'm like, uh, everyone else was. Like, can we? Like a bad bitch, and I just love that. Like, like you said in the beginning, and we just keep circling back to the Forsaken because they were the best part. But like. Landfear's a bad bitch. Everyone's yeah, so scared of her. She's scared of Mogidian. Mogidian is like. Such she even the says it about herself. Yeah, yeah, she says she's, she's the weakest. She's so the lamest forsaken. I mean, Mogidian's like the, I does love some badass Mogidian. stuff. Yeah, she does she's some badass stuff, but she's yeah. she's not like she doesn't. She's she's one of the most like incompetent to me. Softly, like I know she's in the shadows. Yes, very softly the spider mm-hmm. and the does all of the things. But she's not intimidating the way that like Semirog is intimidating or Masana is intimidating, you know, like. And we only know one of the male names, too, because of that that 3000 flashback where uh, Shamael's getting imprisoned. They mentioned Samael. Samael. Yeah. 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 Yep. So so Samael has been confirmed. And obviously we have Lanfear and um, Shamael and Mogidian and, and they mentioned Grendel. Mm-hmm. So we're missing three Forsaken that have not been named. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think we were probably pretty right in our in our spoilery guesses. Um, we shall but anyway, that. back to things that aren't the Forsaken because th- you never finished talking about Hopper. You never finished talking about Hopper. Yeah, Hopper. Hopper. I just it was not a so big enough payoff to me. Like he, I didn't have enough time to to care. That sounds so mean because it's a dog or whatever. But like, I just wasn't like you bastards. I was just like, damn, really? All right. I was kind of more just shocked that it happened. I was just like, wow, mm-hmm. really? Like, we already killed him? Like, what the fuck? He didn't do Upset anything. And then it does make Perrin kill What's-His-Face. Yeah. And so now yes. the White Cloaks will never be Perrin's friend. And I'm sure he's really upset about that. But Caitlin is very, very devastated because when she saw Perrin meet Dane, she's like, ooh new romance oh. and then like and then that um hopper got killed by jeffram and then the next message was like this does not bode well for their relationship in the future <laughs> <laughs> that is some, first of all like adorably non-book reader take on the whole thing because i would have never have thought that in a million years yeah she wants Perrin to be gay so hard. So Even though, like, we're, we're like halfway through book four, and she's like, "I hate straight Perrin." I <laughs> honestly, I'm so with her. I hate straight Perrin too, and I yeah. know that most yeah. book readers agree. Straight yeah. Perrin is the worst. It would be we, better. Like, if he was honestly, gay. it's like not a controversial <laughs> opinion. Like straight Perrin sucks. Like I, I and wish nothing, to God that's not where this was going. I could do, but kind of nod along and be like, yeah. I mean, straight Mari is the worst too, right? And we dodged that. Maybe we won't yeah. have straight Perrin. <laughs> like, mm. Fuck yeah. straight Perrin and everything he stands for. I hate all of it. Yeah, he just but needs to move on from his dead wife. Who else have we not touched on? Lan. Lan and Moraine, I guess. Yeah. So they have. I mean, their- we really haven't talked about Matt. Yeah, and like nice. everything he went through, or Leandrin. Kind of <gasps> oh my Leandrin. god, I can't believe I didn't think of this until right now. Um, they all know 
now. Like Moraine has her powers back. The Shanshan have been dealt with. The next logical step is for them to go back to the tower and be like, hey, guys, by the way, we didn't go to the naming ceremony. We were fucking kidnapped by Leandrin. And they get to like, that's the absolute immediate ramifications of them winning the day. But what is she yeah. doing at the moment in Kyrieanne with Swan, who's just seen Moraine go off with Lanfear? So yeah. that's what I was saying to Lindsay in the last episode was I think that, and I don't know this, um, these, there are, if it involves the Forsaken, I have a pretty good grasp of most things, but anybody beyond that, I don't. So I don't know who is and is not a secret bad guy or anything like that or their backstories or whatever. So a lot of this is guesswork for me, but I think she is going to use Swan getting fucking wrecked with the flick of Lanfear's wrist as a means to depose Swan and try to seize control of the tower, especially because that will help her keep her cover as a dark friend longer because she can be like, these guys are full of shit and they defied orders and helped because now she has the perfect explanation. She's like, dude, they, they ran with Lanfear. Why would any of us trust her? And then what would, so the, so the girls going back to the tower and being like, but Leandra's a dark friend. Yeah. Wouldn't work if Leandra's in charge. Yeah. Exactly. And it's not like they can come back and be like, we want to take the accepted test. They're going to be like, get the fuck out. Like leave. Mm -hmm. You're no. (laughs) They'll get back and be like, holy shit, Leandra. Yeah. (laughs) Oh no. They'll be like, oh, right. Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder how that will play out, though, because yeah. I didn't even think of that until right now. That's crazy. Well, I think that the like the most interesting hanging thread from this season is like what what are all these Aes Sedai going to think, having just seen Moraine run off with the Dragon Reborn and a Forsaken? Mm-hmm. But like, at least Juan saw that. True. But here's the thing: Liani knows that both Varen and Moraine twisted how they explained that to her to get her away yeah. from Rand. Yeah. And that's as much as Swan seeing it too. So now Swan has all that info. Hmm. Uh, well, I mean, that's obvious because she was with her and she saw him. But the shit, rest but of the like, power doesn't. The point is like Swan, we can trust more than the others. Right. But now she's got the voice of, of the Amerlin and the Amerlin. Like no one's going to question that. No one's going to be like, I don't know about this. This feels weird. And Maureen can't just be like, hey, guys, what's up? Grab some Starbucks. Here's some for everybody. Let's all be friends. I went through that door with Lanfear. You don't even know what happened anyway. (laughs) But, like, it can't be like that now. And I don't really, now that I'm kind of, like, playing this out in my head, I don't foresee the girls going back to the tower. Mm. Maybe they do eventually. But, like, right now, they just can't. Unless it's for the reason of, like, spying on Lanfear or, like, helping Varen or... Something like that. And like they use that as a cover and they're like, well, yeah, we'll take the accepted test and all whatever. But I don't think. Like, just like logically, it doesn't make sense for them to go back to the tower because they yeah. have no friends there now. There's no and help for them. Varen can't go back to the tower either because she'll get in heck in trouble. Yep. And Alana. No, no, and one Alana. Knew Alana, no one knew Alana was involved. She never. Actually, that's was- true. Mm, apart from the fact that she's now with Varen or that she typically has been helping Moraine, like but she's probably not Kyrian, super- so maybe Alana um is their like spy in the tower. I was gonna say maybe they try to use Alana to find out where Moraine is or get more info out of her and shit. I that, that ma- okay, I'm with Aaron on this. That makes more sense. I think what we know for sure is that there's going to be a moment to breathe and it might even happen off screen. Like we might even pick up with everybody like kind of like we did this season. No, with everybody already on to the next thing. Mm. Um, But they will for sure have a moment to breathe where they have Rand having just proclaimed himself. So what does he now want to do? And how is Moraine? Moraine will want to stay with him. What does that look like? And what does everybody else do? They'll have a moment to like connect and discuss that with Moraine present. So they'll Mm. have an Aes Sedai to like advise on like, what do we do? Do we go back to the tower? Like what happens now? Because it'd be one thing if it was just the girls having been kidnapped, escaped the Shanshan, and then what's our next step? Probably it is go back to the tower and tell on Leandrin. But given that Rand has also proclaimed himself, Matt and Perrin are both there. They're all back together. 
what do they want to do? And they have more reign to bounce advice off of. So I think it'll be more of an open question than just we go straight back to the tower or not. I think there will be a discussion. I think it might be more likely that we get a time jump like in episode Agreed. one of like the Like what season. they've been doing? Yeah. yeah, like this is what's happened and that's because I think it's a lot quicker and easier to show that happening rather than being like, let's discuss this these things. Well, that's what I mean. It could happen off screen, but, yeah. but whatever they do, it will be an informed like mm. whether it's a plan. scene that we see, the, it's not it's not going to have to be like a hairpin decision. Like they'll have had the opportunity to sit down like with Moraine and like decide mm-hmm. strategically how they want to mm-hmm. play the next steps and then I agree. I think there'll be a time jump into whatever that looks like. Yeah. Yeah. But they'll have the chance yeah. to think I it through. How long we're going to have to wait? I hope it's not two years. I hope it's the writer strikes over. At minimum, over, it'll be so. two years. I yeah, mean, I think it'll three, be two years. But. Season three is close to like. It's well, they were filming production. a lot of it together. Yeah. yeah. They um they they didn't shut down. They didn't shut down production for season three, and like, I think it's quite close to being done. But season two was done a long time ago as well. Yeah, it's all to do with release it's when they release it rather than when it's finished it's not like it's not like an assignment when you're like crap 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 finish it release it yeah get it out get it out get it out well yeah, i think like, for amazon's schedule like, hold on to it nest egg like they weirdly are doing gen v at the same time as the wheel of time or right on its heels they normally that wait keeps, that's ahead of um wheel of time on number one and i think it's like number two or three now and wheel of time is now number four in australia yeah, it I just think keeps getting sense. bumped every week. I'm like, no. I will say, I, I love obviously the Wheel of Time, but the Boys is the smartest thing on TV. I so, do like the Boys, yeah, we gotta give it, we gotta I give it credit. Honestly, is like one of the most talented guys yeah. out there. Like the Boys is like the Boys is objectively better than the Wheel of Time. I'm really sorry to say that. No, mm-hmm. no, it's I'm so sorry. Different. I would rather I would rather have another season of Wheel of Time than have the Boys come back. Like really? if, if you came to me tomorrow with a magic wand and you're like, hey, dude, I've got the next season of the boys or the next season of Wheel of Time. Don't give a shit Wheel about the boys. Yeah, yeah. Give me. The, I want the Wheel of Time. I don't okay. care that much about okay. the boys compared to Wheel of Time. Like if it was just like, hey, dude, I've got the next season of boys for you. I I'd be like, sick, dude. Lindsay, Scott. I think you just broke up with Lindsay. <laughs> no, it's no, not. Because she's rethinking it now. And it's because she just watched Gen no. V. And so she's back on a boys kick. Yeah. Calm yourself. It's because I think it's two different <laughs> questions. If you could, get, like, one of my most hyped to see what happens next, like, give me that shit, the Wheel of Time. I would, if you could hand me either season right now, I would take the Wheel of Time. But if I have to tell you which I think is the better show or the smarter show, it's the Yeah, boys. but they're two different, Sorry. like, I, yeah, you can't different. say one's like a smarter show because, like, well, the Wheel of Time is isn't commentary meta, on like that's what I'm saying. It's right. not. It's not hitting the same, but mm-hmm. it's also not. It's. It's. I love it, but it's not as good as the highs of Game of Thrones. It's not. It doesn't hit it. So I'm just saying, and that wasn't commentary on anything. And this, it's not. The boys is better. The boys is better. I hate to I say it. Can't believe what I'm here. Scott, what are your other final thoughts on this season? Is there any? I'm sad. It ended. We never talked about Lan. Yeah, we haven't really. T- I Lan really didn't get a whole lot to do until he he rejoined with Rand, and then he was like, "Hey, real quick, I know more than you." He was like <laughs> that fry meme the whole time. Another one where he's like, "Yeah," and he's got the eyes, and then he's like, Ugh. "Yeah," like, the whole season to get there. Um, I think he had an interesting arc, and it's interesting how Moraine's arc and Rand's arc kind of mirrored each other—the whole like pushing people away to protect them. And then actually needing them in the end. Yeah. I mean. I didn't need a whole Rand, season of it. Yeah, that's it was good. That's kind of what I kept telling Lindsay was like, I need Moraine to fucking sack up and acknowledge that yeah. she needs help. <laughs> she was such a bitch. <laughs> yeah, she was being such a twat. And it was yeah. seriously starting to drive me nuts. I'm like, dude, we get it. You're brooding. You lost the fucking one power and like whatever. But like. It's a Land- slow burn, man. Yeah, it just that was rough. Speaking of slow I burns, cool I still haven't started Loki. I haven't seen Loki either yet. Fuck. Oh, Shit, is there another season? Be... God damn it. That's on my yeah, list. Yeah, it's going to have to be tomorrow. Right, that's going to have to be tonight. Then. Underneath Shit. Rose list. Um, Fuck. Um, 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 I, was gonna, I had a, an, an intelligent thing to say. Land thought. Mm, please do. 
I can't remember what it was. It left. We're saying it was a slow burn, and that I didn't need a whole season. Oh, it's not really that intelligent. But um, I really enjoy character-driven stuff. Like I'm really interested in Mm -hmm. character stuff. So I quite enjoyed the slow burn and just watching. Like every time, like Maureen, I was like, Maureen, you're such a bitch, but I'm so Mm -hmm. interested by it. Like, what's your motivations? What's all? Like what could be? I th- I think my problem is knowing what happens because I'm with you. I agree. Like Better Call Saul is one of my favorite shows ever made. Like I love a character study, but I am like, let's fucking go. Like yeah. I got places to be in this story, and it is not fun. Like give me a like fuck. <laughs> I just be done with it, and you're gonna be like, you're gonna have to sit down and like rewatch it once the whole. Yeah, thing has been adapted, and then you'll probably like enjoy it more because you'll be like, the stuff does happen in the future. We can enjoy, we can live in the now and enjoy the now. If I can't be in Dumai's Wells, I don't know why I'm here. I'm just frustrated. Like I just like, and so I, I, yeah, I'm excited for us to get to where we're going, or at least get into like where everybody is. Like at the end of book four is where I would really like to be. I'd like to be in like a book five or six. I have space. a suspicion that at the end of every season you're going to be like, oh, I can't wait to get to, and I can't wait to get If to. only it was book seven, then yeah. I would feel so much better about my Yeah, year. why aren't we at the end of book ten? I'm really feeling like a five, six vibe is like where I would like to be <laughs> at this point, and I'm like, it, so it feels slow burning. But I also had nothing but good things to say all season about like the mm. way the exposition was delivered and the mm. way that the mechanics were being developed. Like they did this season was great. It was overall, I yeah, think nothing really felt forced. Mm. No, it was like well set up. I think it's, it's really setting up for the long haul, which is great. Like we're here for the long haul. Like as much as I wish that I could be at Dumai as well as I'm glad that this is being mm. done well. And it's not set up in a dumb way. Like it's all yeah. like interwoven in the world and in the characters really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was overall good. It was. It was. And lots of exciting things did happen. I actually enjoyed this season more than I enjoyed the first season. And yeah. I, I understand yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Like everyone's going to say that just because I don't need to know and learn who these people are now. I get to see them do shit. Whereas the first season, like half the season, you're just like, who the fuck are they and why should I care? Yeah. But now you don't that's, you don't really have to do that. Of, that's the nature of TV as well. Like the first season is generally a little bit scrappy and they get yeah. better as they like get into like the writers become more familiar with the characters and they have like more of a shared vision of where they're going. Like it's mm-hmm. always, season one is always going to be the weaker season, even if it's still excellent. Like some yes. season ones are still excellent, but, but the following seasons are going to be better. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely. That's not Kevin. What else do we want to talk about? Do we have much else that we didn't already hit on in the... I don't know. Is there anybody else we haven't really talked about? We got Lan. What do you we think of Elias? But... Elias. What do you think of Elias? Elias. Is gone. Uh, disappeared out of nowhere and he actually did i genuinely was like wait hold on because that that's what i was talking about in the other one i was like this is a top gun teleport like the last time we saw land or uh perrin he was in the forest and he had just met uh hopper and he was with elias and then literally the next episode he's like wander he's iron man wandering through the desert and i'm like how the fuck did we get here like I understand, there's got to be some time skips and shit, but like he's at the very edge of the forest where it joins the desert. That's insane <laughs> to me, <laughs> dude. Honestly, the desert outside Falm, like, uh, yeah, the geography is a little bit insane. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead yeah. and give you that. Like, that's it is. Were you recently talking about Top Gun or something, and you were talking about the geography of like? Yeah, that's literally that-, that exact argument. Because in Top Gun, when they're when in the so scene like where Goose gets Grand killed, Canyon they're flying they over the Grand Canyon, and the very next scene they're over the ocean. And the only and reason like- they're over the ocean is because that's how Goose has to die. And um, as you're saying that, I was like, and yeah. Same with Independence Day, I think you were talking about that. We talked about that in Independence Day too. They go from the salt flats in Salt Lake City to being in the fucking Grand Canyon. And you're like, what the hell? I never pick it up because I just don't know US geography good enough. Overall, how would you guys like 
Do we think this season was neat? Like, how do we rate this? Like, I felt like it was neat. I'm pissed I it's felt- over. <laughs> yeah, like, I, th- I thought it was neat, and I thought it was, like, a better than season one. For sure. But, like, hmm. not as good as the highs of Game of Thrones. Like, the show has, like, work to do to be, like, and I can't tell you where, because I think it's doing good, but it's not blowing me away. It's not changing my life, but it is really good. I did think this was a really good season, better than season mm-hmm. one, probably sitting somewhere in the like like an 8.5, but I definitely thought it was neat. But like it was good, mm-hmm. but it's not changing my life. I want us to keep moving forward in the story, but like big strides towards where I want us to be. Yeah. I'm not upset that it's over. Like when you said that, Scott, like I'm like, I just want more. I just yeah, I want to like, see more Gideon do more. things now. But I feel like like I've had a good season. I feel like I've had a really good like I'm full from a really good nourishing meal. And I'm happy to sit with it for a little while. And then like I know that I want like I definitely want more, but I'm like I'm happy with what I've got for now. See, I'm not Oh really man, well. like that's I feel like I want more now. I don't know that feeling. Genuinely I don't because when I get into something, I try to devour as much of it as I can. Except you're um, not reading. Except books. I'm not reading, and I knew as soon as I started saying that sentence that that was going to come up. Shut Don't even up. say that. I That's know. like I'm going to call you out on your bullshit every time. I know, bestie. Um, <laughs> not even <laughs> jokes. But, no, I know. Um, jokes. No, it. Um, it's one of those things where it's like I just want to keep going. Like I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't want to wait to get more answers because I'm. I'm specifically holding off because this is more, fun, and that's the main reason that I'm not reading is it is more fun for me to watch the show and then learn as the show progresses and then get little pieces filled in by Lindsay. Once the show is like done or towards the end, then I'll start reading the books in earnest. Because very differently in the show as well. Like there's a lot. And I think that's part of Lindsay's issue is she's like, why are we doing this thing? Cause there's lots of stuff that is presented totally differently to in the books and you're kind of like oh that has ramifications and where where are they going with these kind of things mm-hmm. yeah um i feel like we had a lot of those questions answered throughout the season like there was a lot of episode happen and you're like why is maureen being such a bitch why is this happening yeah. why is this happening it's yeah. not like this in the books but then by the end of the season it's kind of like okay that all actually did kind of make sense yeah. there and i don't mind changes questions. it's not that yeah. it's not that changes bother me it's that i just don't know what's gonna happen i want us to get to where this this story can spread its wings properly because there's so many awesome things and we made a lot of strides this season in revealing a lot of them like Telerenriad and the black aja but there's like mm-hmm. so much more and i'm just like ah oh, exist i will you into existence yeah. the rest of this story like like yeah. it gets so much cooler progressively and i'm just like yeah. i want people to be hooked on it and i just want us to skip ahead in time in order to have that be real but i'm okay with changes fundamentally i just like lot more faster yeah and at this point in like the end of season two if people are like should I read the books like I'm kind of like they're just really really different mediums like totally like I'm totally fine with you not reading the books Scott <laughs> and yeah. reading them once they're done and, I just and want you to know sooner well. I, that's <laughs> that's the thing with her like I don't want to disappoint her and like find something out that I wasn't supposed to find out sooner or, you know, like There's stuff like that or whatever, but that like, well, or if you are going to be in the wiki and learn things, then I again think we should she sit needs down to know about story it. time. Yeah. No, I wanted to, I said, if you're going to get spoiled, then let's spoil you. Like, if you want to be spoiled, let's fucking be spoiled. Let's sit down and do story time, and me and Aaron will tell you what happens in the Wheel of Time. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, we can, but don't just like look it up in the wiki. I was like, if you're going to get spoiled, at least give me the honor. Yeah. Like, I just, like, come yeah. on. You got me to talk to now, Lindsay. I know. my lifeline. Are you kidding me? Oh my god, I'm so happy doing Dark Red Social every week. So I'm just like itching. I sit here and talk to Scott and just I'm like screaming into the void. <laughs> I'm like Scott Proxy. That's fine. My uh, best friend of 25 years is now her best friend in law. They talk more than I do. That's true. Me and Matt are Bilfs. Yeah. <laughs> or Bit. Yeah. Biffles. Biffle? Biffles. Yeah. Best friend in law. Bilfs is not how I would have no, worded that at all. <laughs> I mentioned the half a bottle of wine, right? Like, yes, I'm did. like, all right, let's wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay needs to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. 
And Ben gets here on Wednesday. And I have to go to All right, I'm going to get us out of here. Tomorrow. <laughs> like we still have a Yeah, wrap it up. It's time. Yeah. It's time for Lindsay to go to bed. All right, since this is going to be the last time that we get to hang out with you with Wheel of Time stuff, Aaron, thank you so much for keeping Lindsay company and off my back. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, not it's really. Been awesome. <laughs> it has been great. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. Mornings yeah, will be different now. I don't know what I'm going to do with yeah. them. I know my Saturday nights are going to be transformed, but I'll see you again soon. We'll connect and we'll do. Um, yeah, we have Romeo and Julia coming up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. So we'll connect for that. But as always, guys, thank you all so much for joining us tonight. We hope that you enjoyed yourselves and maybe even learned something new about Wheel of Time. We doubt it because you watched it with us. Uh, please be sure to join us next week for Batman and Robin. We are back to the timeline in just one week. Be sure to subscribe wherever you guys listen to podcasts as well as follow us on all of our social media. You can find the links to our sites and social media in the episode descriptions. If you would like to support the podcast, we would love you forever. And we do encourage you to follow us on our Patreon or check out our website for all our timeline goodies, past, present, and future. Additionally, we do also have the request the timeline feature. If you guys have a movie you want us to watch or want us to cover, we will do it for you because we love you so much. But until next time, guys, stay nerdy. Let's go.